Hey everybody, welcome to the Dead Dresser Productions podcast, episode number 137. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers, and uh, it's just me again today. It's been a hectic week and a half. Before we get into anything, I want to remind everyone, this episode is brought to you by Dubby Energy, Nerd or Die, and Poggers. Links are in the description. You can use code DJP10 for 10% off any of your orders that you use through those services. We'll dive into that a little bit later. But yeah, just me again. It's uh, The schedule's been an absolute nightmare, uh, running back and forth between the hospital and and then work and everything like that. Um, but everything's all right now. We're all, everything's worked itself out, so that's good. And uh, I think, uh, for the most part this week, the schedule should be back on track. We'll be getting... Uh, I, I streamed over the weekend, which was nice, Friday and Saturday. So we'll have uh, videos up on the channel for, for those streams. And... Uh, yeah, I think everything should be pretty much back on track now. And then, unfortunately, I have family visiting in the next, like, couple of weeks. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what the schedule's like. But if everything works out well, uh, we should be right back on track where we want to be. And uh, speaking of the uh, upcoming schedule, I got some uh, got some notes here that I took. We got, uh, I've been, Saturday, I streamed with uh, Tech Gaming Riley. Had a fun time. We played Rumbleverse, which is like a... Uh, it's a battle royale game, but it's like wrestling moves. You know, you do like elbow drops. You do like, like I don't know. It's exaggerated. It's like a Fortnite. Visually, it looks like Fortnite, but a battle royale. Um, but it's like all hand-to-hand combat, essentially. You do like spin attacks and uh, you launch people up in the air, elbow dropping them. It's like an insane WWE-style combat to the turned up to a 1,000. Uh, we had an absolute blast playing that. that I streamed it. Uh, maybe Friday. I don't remember what day I played. It might have been Friday. Um, I don't remember. I it was de- oh it was Saturday. I played it. That's what it was. Cause I streamed with Tech Game and Riley on Monday night. My 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 schedule's messed up in my head. We had streamed it Saturday for a few hours, and that went okay. And I just got so sick. <laughs> I had to call the stream off, uh, preemptively. And I was like, man, this is. This is unfortunate. And I, so I signed the stream, signed off the stream, and I went and sat down for a little bit. And I was like, man, my head is killing me. So I laid down for a little bit. I just passed out, like, immediately. Woke back up, like, an hour or two, late, like, an hour and a half later. And, uh, you know, got, I took care of some stuff. And then I just slept the rest of the day until, like, 10.30. Like, I, I turned off the stream 2, maybe 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't remember. And I basically slept until, like, 10.30. And I got up, got a little snack to eat, you know, took care of the dog and everything. And then I went to bed for the night and that was my day. It was, I was so mad. It was like, oh my God, this is, I never get sick. I don't know what it was. I think I was just dehydrated for the most part. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I was, I was miserable. Uh, and then Sunday I got, I was getting caught up on stuff that I missed out on on Saturday. But then, uh, yeah, Monday did the, the co-stream for a bit and we had an absolute blast. So you'll see highlight videos of that going up on the on the YouTube channel that I had such a much better time playing it Monday than I did Saturday I felt so much better for one and it was I don't know I I knew kind of what was going on in the game then too and uh yeah it was it was an absolute blast so I look forward to working with him again Uh, I might be able to get him on the podcast at some point too so that'll be exciting but yeah we just had a had a really fun time playing uh and uh yeah that game's just goofy as shit this was a ton of fun. Well, but yeah, we're gonna be I'm gonna be streaming with other content creators coming up as well. It's just a matter of working out the schedule. Um, a lot of people aren't available during the week, like Mondays or Fridays, as much. Uh, Friday during the day when I stream is usually like the hardest part of getting other people to, to stream with because people are at work, or school, whatever, uh, and then that leaves like Monday nights or Saturdays, and so it it really forces me to kind of space out the scheduling. Um, but yeah, we have a, I won't say names in case they don't make it on to the stream or decide they don't want to do anything with us, but we have, uh, some of the upcoming games we were looking at playing were Raft, uh, Elden Ring, Deep Rock Galactic, Back for Blood, Overcooked 2, Minecraft, and Sea of Thieves. So we've got a, a nice variety of games there, a lot of, a lot of different styles of games. A lot of like party sort of games, like Overco- Overcooked 2 isn't a party game, but I think people get my drift. It's just a arcade style game. Then we have Elden Ring, which is a very intense, 
hardcore combat games. You know, you got Raft and stuff like that. So it'll it'll be interesting. I, I hope I hope it all works out. Honestly, I'm looking forward to playing a lot of these. Um, so that'll be that'll be exciting. I'm I'm, I'm wanting to collaborate a lot more with content creators, uh, not just on the podcast, which I've been slacking on, admittedly. Um, again, my schedule has not helped. Um, but I want to get more people on the podcast, obviously. But I want to co- collaborate more with like other YouTubers, uh, other Twitch streamers, and uh, I think I can bring to them assistance in the form of I'm good at marketing because uh, that's literally what I do for a living and uh, you know I can you know cross promote with their audience then as well which is helpful for us but yeah, I'm looking forward to that so that's what we have going on with that um, not a whole lot of to if information to provide for that otherwise like I said we're working on the scheduling with everybody um, on the content creation side I have been working on the content creator guide on our website which you won't be able to see it yet uh, even by the time this episode's out, it's going to be probably a month or so at least, if not longer. And it's going to be a continually growing, expanding uh, portion of the website. Um, let me actually, I'll open it up. So what it is essentially is I want it to be like a guide that people can go to and just get any bit of information they need uh, in order to help build upon whatever social media sort of related thing they're working on. Um, so it, it, it'll have like, equipment that they can use whether it be for youtube twitch uh even for like uh, um like tiktok that sort of stuff less tiktok because i'm not as familiar with that honestly but like any video related content like camera equipment things like that microphones whatever um how to like uh you know market to an audience like how to figure out what their target audience actually is um how to like get their branding set up like logos their website social media accounts uh, how to actually make the content, like how to film it, how to get like, you know, explaining like shutter speed, things like that to them, like sort of technical stuff, uh, doing overlays, music, video editing, audio editing, things like that. Just uh, all that sort of stuff. And then actually marketing, which is going to be a big portion of it as well, just because, like I said, I'm more familiar with that, but it's one of the main parts of content creation. Um but yeah, that's, we're in the process of working on that. And uh, so, like I said, it's going to take a while to get all of the information compiled, put into place on the website, and then make it look, you know, respectable and make it look nice at least. Um, so that's, that's something we're working on. Uh, I had someone reach out to me. I'd, I'd asked a question on, on Reddit um, about implementing pictures into like an accordion style layout on a website page. And the guy reached back out to me. He's like, oh, yeah, give me one second. I can I can do this for you. He's like, oh, okay. So he did it. He added one image when I needed, uh, was it one, two, three, four, five, like five, essentially added. And he did the one. He's like, all right, for $2,000, we'll give you an entire like website facelift. I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, how about for $500? We'll do the, the whole thing. I was like, no. No, that's not going to fly. One, I know how much it actually costs to do that because I do this for a living. <laughs> and two, I don't trust you or know you well enough to give you $500 and access to my entire website. There's no way. Obviously, I'm not stupid enough to not back up my website. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I'm just like, oh my God, really? It's like, I'm not I'm not interested in buying your your, your website rebuilding scheme, whatever, whatever it is you're trying to do here. Uh. I don't know. He, he was a nice enough guy. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, I'm not interested in, in giving you money for this right now. I asked a question. You didn't answer it. You just said, here, I'll pay me and I'll provide the service. Like, that's that's not what I want. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to figure some of this stuff out. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a big project we're working on behind the scenes as well right now. Uh, but the main thing is actually getting content put together and out. So uh, as soon as I'm done putting together this episode of the podcast i'm gonna go and get some timestamps, which i usually write down while i'm recording uh the stream and i'll get them sent over to the editor and uh we'll get videos put together and uploaded to youtube as well i'm looking forward to that i feel like i lost a video at some point too i was thinking this the last couple days where i'm like man i i swear we had another like apex legends video and we might i don't know i might have just like not uploaded it properly or something like it's just i swear we had four and for some reason, there's only three of them that I ended up uploading. I'm like, we definitely lost a video in here somewhere. 
Like somewhere there should be another video that I just I didn't upload somehow. So I'm gonna have to go back through and, and look for stuff like that. But yeah, we got a. I don't know. We got got a number of uh of highlights and clips and stuff that I'm gonna have edited. So we should get a number of videos out of it. I think from the Rumbleverse streams. Um, mainly mainly yesterday because I I didn't feel sick and I was a lot more energetic. We we're having a blast. We we're laughing it up. Uh, so I think we'll make for some good videos. I'm going to try and get some like YouTube shorts going. I've mentioned before, I don't know if it was on the podcast, but in talking to people where going just for YouTube shorts is not a great way to build up a long-term audience because it, think of like uh, Instagram where that's at right now or TikTok. I'm not, again, I'm not as familiar with TikTok, so I could be incorrect on some of the things of that, but Instagram in particular, a lot of what you see in the feed isn't people you follow anymore. It's literally just you know, random videos that they're curated for you and you're just sliding through them, you're swiping through them and it's like, okay, next, next, next. Like you're not following these people. You're not doing anything. It's like, there's no point in following people because they won't show up anyway half the time. Uh, and this is an experience that other people I know have, have, uh, you know, had happen to them as well. So it's, it's not just me experiencing this. And even like YouTube isn't as bad about it, but if you go to like, I'll go to YouTube right now. If you go there, uh, a lot of the videos that pop up are from people I've watched, don't get me wrong, and they're related to, uh, you know, things I've, you know, subscribers, like people I'm subscribed to, uh, videos I've watched, but it's not all people I'm subscribed to. There's a lot of other stuff in here that I, I'm not even interested in. There's so many, I don't know why, baseball videos pop up all the time. I have no interest in baseball. I don't know why this is here. But you scroll down a little bit, you get top news, and eventually you'll get like uh, YouTube shorts and stuff. Like if I, I'll click on a video here. Uh, a lot of times like I just get a bunch of YouTube shorts that appear. Like it'll just be a, a feed of YouTube shorts. A lot of times it's in the app as well, I think. That's where I'm seeing a lot of these. If I'm in the YouTube app, like YouTube shorts are appearing. There's like a little feed of them. Yeah, there's two video. There's one <laughs> right now on my YouTube feed uh, on the mobile app. There's one video, which I'm not subscribed to this person. Uh, there's a post from someone I'm not subscribed to unrelated to again it's baseball I don't watch baseball videos and then right below that is just a bunch of YouTube shorts of random stuff it's like this it's it's so hard to shouldn't have uh, closed out that but it's so hard to build up a following doing that because you're just gonna get mixed in with the crowd um I don't know but yeah like on YouTube you have to go to your subscriptions they don't just appear like they used to anymore just frustrating even then it's not i don't know it's just it's a shit show like i guess if you click on subscription it says today and then it has uploads from uh i guess your subscribers the people you're subscribed to from within the last 24 hours then it has yesterday then this week so on and so forth yeah it's i don't know it i feel like following and subscribing to people is getting broken on so many of these popular websites where it's just like, oh, you follow this person, you're subscribed to this person. Doesn't fucking matter. We're gonna give you curated content that just brings you back endlessly and helps provide sales revenue or marketing revenue, whatever you want to look at it as. I don't know. It's fucking annoying. It's really annoying. I don't even know how I got on this topic, but that's where we're at. Um, but yeah, content creator guide. Working on that. Hopefully, it's it, people find it useful. If I help even one person, it was worth it. So, yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, politics in the U.S., absolutely crazy. I'm not going to dive too much into it, so if you're not into politics, don't don't feel like I'm going to sit here for 30 minutes going on and on about different le- legislation and what people say or do. Whatever. It's like, what's happening this past week has been... I don't know what we're doing in, in the U.S. here, but it's fucking bonkers, where it's just like, I need to one-up whatever the last person said that was crazy. It's like... <laughs> I don't fucking get if I saw Trump said that he should be reinstated as president because the election was fraudulent. And if not, if he's not reinstated immediately, we should hold an an election, a new election immediately. And it's like this. It's fucking ridiculous. And and then uh, I saw people like Lindsey Graham was saying, oh, you know, if Trump is held liable for the crimes he committed, there's going to be riots. And it's like, why are we why do we have to incite violence and constantly threaten to overthrow the u.s government like why is that your why is that your party's political stance anymore 
It's it's fucking nuts. Absolutely nuts. I saw this is getting off on a tangent a little bit. I saw J.K. Rowling. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up so I get this right. She wrote like a thousand page book. Ah oh, man, about how. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this correct. She wrote a. It's a book about a character who's persecuted over transphobia. <laughs> and uh, you can understand why people are giving her hard, a hard time about that. And they're like, it's definitely about you. She goes, no, no, I wrote this before I was transphobic. <laughs> uh, it's about a YouTube cartoon creator who is doxxed by her own fandom over content viewers found transphobic and racist. Uh, yeah, it's called, I'm not even going to, no, I'm not even going to give the name of it. Fuck her. I, to be fair, even before the whole transphobia and like all that sort of stuff from uh, J.K. Rowling, I got real tired of her adding shit to the books after they were already released. Like, well, Hermione might be black. Oh, it turns out Gan- uh, fucking Gandalf, I'm retarded. <laughs> Dumbledore was gay the whole time. It's like, okay, well, why are you making this shit up now? Like, why didn't you add this in the books? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's part of her. Crime thriller, crime thriller series Cormoran Strike under her pseudonym Robert Galbraith. I know my girlfriend reads some of those books. I don't know if it's that particular series. I don't know if all the books under that name are in that series. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Fucking. I feel like she just needs the attention because she realizes she hasn't been getting it. She's gotten more attention now after finishing the, the Harry Potter books for her transphobia and all of her stupid remarks than she has for any of the actual like work she's done post the Harry Potter books. Um, yeah, the creator is doxxed with photos of her home, plastered on the internet, subjected to death and rape threats for having an opinion, and was ultimately found stabbed to death in a cemetery. It's like, yep, yep, that's fucking absolute retard. <laughs> I saw it today. I was like, wow, all right. Man, definitely not about you, even though you say definitely, definitely not about you, right? Not pretending that you're, uh, you're the character in this book. She also said, uh, oh my God, I know I got to open this thing up. Uh, She said, uh, she would have been a, in her universe, in the universe, the Harry Potter universe, she's a beloved potion shop owner who no one considers a bigot. <laughs> Which is so fucking specific. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this is her exact words. In the Harry Potter universe, I, J.K. Rowling, am not a famous author. Instead, I own a lovely little potion shop in Hogsmeade called the Fanged Geranium. Everyone loves the shop, and they love me too. Calling me a transphobe would be unthinkable in the world of Harry Potter. <laughs> I graduated Hogwarts in 1979, and then in parentheses, a Gryffindor, of course, due to my pure heart. My classmates named, nicknamed me Upstanding Joanne because they knew that even if they disagreed with my opinions on social issues, I was a good person. And not only did I once concoct the purest Felix Felsus potion seen in Hogwarts history, but I also won 100 house points for my lack of prejudice on four separate occasions. Awarded by Professor McGonagall, no less. Do you really think a bigot could do that? <laughs> I opened the Feng Geranium as a passion project because I loved nothing more than helping others with my curative potions. In the Harry Potter universe, I spend my days sweeping the shop with a broom and twirling around charmingly in my long floral dress. I never go on Twitter. In fact, there is no Twitter in the world of Harry Potter. That said, if there were, I'd be getting a lot of tweets that say, J.K. Rowling is fantastic. <laughs> Her veritasterum is second to none, and her opinions on sex and gender are fine by me. Uh, Draco Malfoy did once cast a spell that etched the word turf all over my shop windows, but the residents of Hogsmeade immediately came together to put a curse on him that turned him into a hog. That's how important and well-respected I am in the community. Anyways, Draco Malfoy is the only person in the Harry Potter universe who would refer to me as a bigot, him and Voldemort, because they are bad and no one likes them. I'm only friends with the guys people like, Ron Haggard, etc. Uh, another thing about the Harry Potter universe is that I'm married to a professional Quidditch player. Neither of us are bigots. They put us on the covers of magazines all the time. Man, oh man. Good stuff. Good stuff.
Ugh. Obviously, anyway, I should I should clarify. This is on Clickle, which is a satirical website. The uh, <laughs> the things I just read. She did actually write the book, though. That book is real about the person being persecuted for being uh, transphobic. That being said, I could also see her absolutely believing all those things that I just read on her fake Twitter account. <laughs> oh, it's funny as shit. Oh man. Uh, other uh, other entertainment related news. House of the Dragon, episode two came out. I don't know if I mentioned it on the last podcast. Episode two came out on Sunday. Watching that, it's been going all right. It's a. Uh, it's still like it's only episode two, so they're still having to do world building. The people that are saying it's too slow and that it needs to get going, or it's like shut the fuck up. Like n- any show that like dives into the deep end in episode one has has serious fucking pacing uh, pacing issues. It's like you need to build the world, you need to establish the world, especially in like a fictional world. If it if it's if it's fucking law and order, yeah, go right the fuck ahead. It's a real, like, it's the real world. I, you don't need to establish. This is New York City. Imagine a world with police officers doing their jobs, not attacking innocent, unarmed minorities for no reason. It's, yeah, it, I don't know. You have to, I understand that it's Game of Thrones and the world is already kind of pre-established, but it's, what, 172 years or something before Game of Thrones, something like that. They say at the beginning of the first episode. Um, yeah, it's it's good. I've been enjoying it. Uh, obviously, there's still some issues that's going to happen in any show, but not as glaring as like season eight Game of Thrones for sure. There's some special effects issues where some of the shit just doesn't look good. They do like panoramic shots of the city, King's Landing, and it just looks fucking off. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like it just... It looks CGI, I guess is the best way of saying it. Like, it looks like, all right, this definitely isn't real, but I can't tell you exactly what it is it's, that's messed up. Uh, stuff like that. There's some decision-making that doesn't make sense, but again, I, I've, I've read the book. I've read Fire and Blood. I know what happens, uh, it, you know, essentially. Obviously, there's going to be stuff that happens in the show that's not in the book. It's more detail-oriented than the book, but there's still some decisions where it's like, man, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like, I don't fucking know, but I don't know. The show's been good. I think it's 10 episodes. I think is, uh, is how long the season's going to be. Obviously they're going to do, I think they said five seasons, maybe, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see if it gets big enough. They might extend it. Be like, well, maybe we could, you know, play it out a little bit longer. Cause I, there is, I don't, I don't know how many years are between the end of fire and blood and like the start of game of thrones. The, the you know a song of fire and ice um but it'd be interesting to, I, I i'd have i don't know i have to look into that and see if there's like a lot that they could do in between because i mean they could really do like a lot of the, the stuff that happens before game of thrones they could obviously turn into a, a show as well like the uh, robert's rebellion uh there's i, I forget what the, the book is um what's called tales of duncan egg um they could do like a series based on that and i know they had a lot of like side series that they said they might be like you know working on not necessarily that they're going to go into like major production but like they might do like a test showing of it or something like that um but it uh oh it's called the hedge knight uh i think is the that's the graphic novel adaptation that's the cover I thought it was called the Hedge Knight as well. Uh, but yeah, it follows the adventures of Dunk, who's the uh, Sir Duncan the Tall and Aegon Targaryen. Egg, which is the little brother of uh, the former head of the Night's Watch. Can't remember his name. Amond Targaryen, I think. Um, the old guy that ends up dying turns out to be a Targaryen. I mean, they could do a, a series on that. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of options that they could do. It'll be interesting to see what they actually do. I understand why they did uh, Fire and Blood. Uh, they transitioned that into House of the Dragon. There's dragons. People want to see shit like that. As much as I think people I, people are interested in Game of Thrones as a property in general, I think they'd be more interested in House of the Dragon than, you know, the Hedge Knight. Because, there's, like I said, there's dragons. There's a lot more extravagant stuff going on. I've not read the Hedge Knight, uh, for the record. So I don't, there could be big bombastic things going on there too, but I'm not 
not uh, in the know. But I think they kind of feel like they need to go after these big, majestic set pieces as opposed to more smaller contained stories because it's easier to draw on a larger audience and it's easier to really sell this big Hollywood budget on like larger productions like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I've been enjoying House of the Dragon. We watched it. Had a good time. And I look forward to, to seeing where it, uh, where it goes. Obviously, there's a time jump. I don't remember the number of years, but one of the, the lead characters is like 16 or 18 or so. I, I don't remember uh, in the show. And then it, you know, it's her entire life essentially is encompassed in the books. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil shit, but yeah, we'll see. There's definitely a day. They, they'll almost have, I mean, they, we know there's a time jump in the show. They've already showed that in the casting decisions and they've mentioned it in press releases or whatever. But yeah, we'll see. Show's good so far. Been enjoying that. Um, Facebook gaming is being shut down, which is hilarious. Forgot that was even a thing. <laughs> they shut it down. They, they just could not get enough people on it. They couldn't get enough traction. So that's going away. Uh, they're, <laughs> man, it's, I love that. First, you had Mixer, which is Microsoft's product. I, I don't remember what Mixer was called before it was called Mixer. But you had Mixer. They paid so much money to get, like, big streamers over there. And then, uh, like, Ninja. Uh, who was the other guy? Uh, I can't remember. But they had, uh, it, you know, big streamers. Are, well, this is not one. <laughs> Shroud, that was the other, the other one I was thinking of. Uh, Ninja Shroud were the two I was thinking of. Uh, you know, these, they had these big, big deals for going over to Mixer and then it shuts down relatively quickly afterwards and they go right back to Twitch and like, all right, fine. Perfect. Uh, I don't know how either of them are doing. I know Ninja's fallen off quite a bit. Uh, I've never watched him, so I don't know like what his numbers are actually at now, but I remember seeing a thing, uh, like a, a chart showing like his fall off essentially. I think it's, I think it's one of those things where he got stuck playing Fortnite and he was he was one of the early adopters of the game became popular for being good at the game and he's like i don't know if eccentric is the right word but you know he he wasn't just another guy just sitting there doing it he was energetic he had like a you know a streamer identity so to speak and he became popular playing fortnite and because he was good at it now there are so many people who are so good at fortnite that he isn't his skill level doesn't stick out and i he's probably gotten tired of the game honestly he's, he probably wants to play something else but nobody wants to see him play anything else so he's just miserable i don't know but he's fallen off i i have no idea for shroud i've not seen or heard anything about him in ages probably since the mixer thing uh, i'm sure he's still popular but yeah mixer that shut down they all went back to twitch facebook started up their gaming streaming service a number of people got deals to go over there obviously that's falling through now they're going to go back to twitch it's it's hilarious it's like twitch has cornered the market and all these other places that try to pop up are playing catch up so bad that it's just not working out uh i i i don't know i feel like if someone came along and just didn't have such a bullshit uh like hypocritical suspension system like twitch does they might be able to do good but they'll never reach twitch's user base I mean, I, I saw a thing yesterday, I think it was, where it was it was just showing off, like, the top, like, six current streamers in, like, a, it must have been, like, per category. There's no way all of these were the top streamers on Twitch at the time. Uh, but it's all, like, women in bikinis uh, in, in pools. It's like, what the fuck is this? I, I opened up Twitch right now. Uh... I don't know who any of these people are, <laughs> but it's like pools, hot tubs, beaches, just that. I saw a thing on Reddit. This girl is like body painting. That's it's like, so women are, are allowed to be topless on Twitch, but men can't be like, I don't fucking understand it. Like the double standard. It's like one of those is sexualized. The other is not. And everyone knows men being topless is not sexualized in the same way that women being topless is. It's just, it's fucking, if you show your feet on Twitch, you get banned, but women can have their tits out, literally completely nude, minus a small little piece of tape, and it's totally fine. I don't fucking get it. I don't care that that's what they're doing, 
if you're getting viewers and you're happy with what you're doing, by all means, go for it. I hate the double standard. That's what pisses me off. It's not the content itself. It's Twitch's handling of it that annoys me to no end. It's like, why? It's just, it's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking, it's like, are you for like nudity on your platform or not? Are you, it's not even nudity, like bare fucking feet. <laughs> it's like, it, I, I just don't fucking understand it. And it's there. Uh, people at fucking Twitch must be just a bunch of thirsty fucking simps. I don't know. It's, it's hilarious how fucking, how hypocritical they are about it. But at the same time, it's super frustrating to see people getting banned for stupid shit they shouldn't be when you have people over here, like, literally nude on camera. And it's totally fucking fine. I don't know. But anyway, Facebook gaming is gone. Uh, before we continue, I'm going to mention our, our uh, affiliate sponsors here. First up, we have Dubby Energy. Dubby uses Neurofactor, a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help fuel you. This ingredient is what gives Dubby its laser focus and fast reflex effects, making it perfect for gamers. Also, it's good if you're you're working out or if you just need a pick-me-up, you're low on energy and need a quick pick-me-up, try it out. Uh, you can check out the shop today and use code DJP10, that's code DJP10, all caps, no spaces, for 10% off your order. Again, use code DJP10, DJP10 for 10% off your order. Check out W Energy. We thank them for helping us out here. It's also brought to you by Nerd or Die. Designed for Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook gaming live streamers, Nerd or Die lets you choose from their customizable overlays, alerts, scene transitions, and widgets to create your unique look. It's the perfect way to make your stream pop. You can use our affiliate link today and join our streaming community. That's Nerd or Die. They provide all of our Twitch overlays. Um, I want to say I have like what I'm currently using on stream is like an Apex pack or something. I forget what it's called. I like it. It's nice and sleek. It was. Nerd or Die is so convenient, and it's, it's super cheap. It was like 10 bucks or something. And uh, there's so many free options as well. Don't think you have to spend money on it. Uh, but you can use our affiliate link, and it helps us out. Uh, but yeah, it's it's super cheap. There's so many free options. There's so many really affordable options as well. And you just download it. It's a zip file. And you go into, like, all, most people use Streamlabs, I feel like. Uh, and you just go into Streamlabs. You click, like, uh, uh, like import and you just import the zip file and it adds everything automatically for you. All you have to do is change like the, the information on screen. Like it says like your name here and you just change that to like Dentures or Productions or whatever, uh, something like that. You know, and it's it's super easy to work with. They have information like built right in that explains how to do it and everything like that. They're super convenient, super easy to work with. Uh, and they have every, absolutely everything you need uh, to make your stream look great. And uh, it's fantastic. Very, very happy service. I've been using them since well before uh, we became affiliated with them. Well before, uh, I think I might have used them on Mixer even. I don't remember. But I've, yeah, they're fantastic. Can't recommend them enough. Finally, this podcast is also brought to you by Poggers. Poggers Energy Formula is a powder supplement you mix with water and is created to give you energy, help you focus, and boost your mood. Featuring two great flavors in Cream Dream and Pog Pop. I, I prefer the Cream Dream. Uh, Pog Pop is very good as well, but Cream Dream is fantastic. Uh, you can get the energy you need in a refreshing taste. Try some today by using code DJP10. Again, that's DJP10, all caps, no spaces, for 10% off your order. So check out W Energy, Nerd or Die, and Poggers. Use code DJP10 for 10% off your order. DJP10. 10% off your order. It helps us out. makes us look good. And if uh, if we get enough people that use our code, we have the opportunity to get like a custom flavor made uh, in reference to our content. I don't know. We had talked about this. I don't know if it was on stream or where, but we talked about it. I was like, I have no idea how I can make a flavor that's even remotely close to our, uh, like our branding. Uh, it'd have to be something like red or white based. Like it can't be anything jester related. There's no, no flavors. It's like, I, I don't know. But, yeah. Cherry. Some sort of cherry flavor maybe or something. I'm not sure. But help us. it helps us out. And you get a fan, fantastic products. So check those out. Thank you to them for, for helping us out here. And, uh, yeah. 
Loving our loving our affiliates. I drink them on stream. I use Nerd or Die every stream. It's great stuff. Yeah. Going back into a like a politics sort of talk. They did like a tuition relief, uh, like student debt relief uh, package that they put out. So you get like ten thousand dollars off your tuition debt if you make under one hundred fifty thousand dollars individually or under two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars per household. And I'm kind of like in the middle on this. I I feel like this is kind of a stopgap as opposed to an actual solution to a problem. The problem being, as a society, we should want every we we should want the quality of life to continuously improve. And I feel like there's generations that are just like, well, if it doesn't get better for me, why should other people have it get better for them? And it's fucking stupid. Uh. Like, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, I'm sure, and on stream before, where it's like in the 50s, I'm, I'm throwing out rough dates and information here, but in the 50s, like, I don't know, I could use my own family as an example. Like, my grandfather would, he didn't go to college, he just finished school, got a job. With that job, he was able to buy a home, buy two vehicles, he got married, he had three children. And that was that. He was able to take care of his entire family. It's like nowadays, I did go to school. You know, I have a girlfriend. We're not married. But it's like the two of us, we don't have kids. You know, I, you know, I might, I don't have a house paid off. I don't have a car paid off. It's like, I mean, to be fair, the car payments, I, that's not really a complaint. But I mean, it's like, you can't fucking do it anymore. Like the cost of education has fucking skyrocketed. And on top of that, the requirements for a lot of these careers are absolutely retarded. The amount of entry-level positions that require years of experience is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's like, if it's an entry-level position, it cannot require previous experience. Otherwise, it's not an entry-level position. That's not how that fucking works. Uh, But a lot of these businesses nowadays seem to think that's the case. Uh, Circling back to the student debt relief, it, I understand why some people who had, like, I'm, I'm in this boat where I've already paid off my student debt. I, I had, I forget how many years left on it when I paid it off. Uh, we'll say like five. Nah, that's way too much. Couldn't have been that long. I had at least a year or two left to, to, to pay it off. But I just, I just, I just gave him a check and said, just, I'm paying off the rest of it right now. I don't like having debt. And I was like, all right, I took care of it. Had I known, I would have had it all relieved if I had just waited. That would have been fucking great. I would have, I would have saved $10,000. Instead, here I am. Uh, plus, there's an, I think you can get up to 20000 relief if uh, if it's like a Pell Grant or something. I, I, I don't, I'm not educated enough on this matter to dive too much into that aspect of it. But People are upset saying like, oh my God, like, why are we paying for these people to go to school? It's not fair. It's like, shouldn't we want this? We're constantly like the people complaining about this most are the same people saying like, oh man, like we're look at we're looking bad compared to like Russia and like all these other countries that are, you know, doing all this stuff. It's like we look bad because we're removing education opportunities from our people constantly. It's like all this stupid like, uh, like nonsense going on with education nowadays. Like I saw, is it Texas maybe? I, I don't remember what state it is. Where it's like they're fighting over whether or not they can hang religious signs up. Like if people donate uh, like in God we trust signs to the school, the school has to accept them and hang them up. But now they're fighting because they, uh, they won't allow them to take signs that are written in Arabic that also say uh, like in God we trust, but they're in Arabic. So of course they're not going to accept them. Uh, and it's like, Stuff like that. It's like, there's that. Uh, they're, you know, with the banning of, like, teaching of slavery in, in a lot of these uh, states and shit. It's just like, what the fuck? It's like, it's no wonder we're going downhill. <laughs> like, our education, just, education system is, is fucked from the ground up right now. And it only gets harder the older you get because, one, there's... Going to college is, like, the prep work for it. One, you have to figure out where what you want to do, right? And then once you know what you want to do, you have to figure out, all right, what schools offer programs on this that are 
worthwhile. You know, you could get this. I don't, I don't have examples, but like, let's say you want to be like a doctor and you have like, uh, like university of North Carolina. And then maybe you have like, uh, I'll just start like Texas, Northwest Texas state or whatever has a doctor program. Just bullshit example, but you get the point. It's like, you have to figure out which ones are going to be more beneficial for your career where you're going to get the better education, you know, is it going to be UNC or bullshit state school over here? It's like, yeah, it's probably going to be UNC. I'm sure there, I, there's definitely other uh, probably higher accredited universities for medical degrees as well, but my point stands. So you have to figure out what school you're actually going to go to. Then you have to figure out how you're, how much it's going to cost and how you're going to pay for it. It is so difficult to find all of the scholarship opportunities you can have. It is so unbelievably difficult. I know when I went to school, the school itself, well, the, I, I, I went in and I sat down and I talked to a number of different uh, recruitment people at different schools. And like they would say like, oh, here's some scholarship opportunities that are provided. Uh, one school, uh, an art school I was looking at was like 70, I want to say it was $72,000 for two years, which is insanely priced. And I don't remember the numbers for the scholarship, but like, let's say I got like $10,000 towards like my tuition. It's like, that's $10,000. That's fantastic. But at the same time, there are so many other opportunities out there for scholarships that they aren't telling you about that even they might not even be aware of, to be fair. But it's like, you have to search this shit out and it's so fucking difficult and it shouldn't be. Why are we not making it as easy as possible to make our country as smart as possible and increase the quality of life? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Why would we not want to make the same people saying like make America great again are the ones actively working against the quality of everything. It's like, why would you not want better education? Why would you not want to increase the quality of life? Does it cost money? Fuck yeah, but it's fucking worth it. Why would you not want to increase the the value of everything? Instead, it's like, no, shut down education, shut down schools. Oh, you're going to, you're going to retaliate us uh in regard to us doing something illegal oh we're gonna shut down that agency now it's like it's fucking insane it's absolutely fucking insane so i on one hand i understand like some people thinking it's unfair that now they have to pay taxes for all this like student debt relief and i honestly do get that it's frustrating especially if you're someone that didn't even want to go into like a field like that like let's say you're you know you just wanted to work construction that's fine that's a respectable job you don't have to go to school for that and now you're having to pay however, I don't know how the the debt relief thing factors into taxes, uh, how much it actually increases taxes, but like your taxes will probably go up for a small amount. Now you're paying for someone else's education, even though that's not something you were interested in. I get why that's annoying. I get why it's annoying if you went to school, paid off your debt yourself, and now someone else gets like a sort of a free ride to an extent. I get that. But it's still stupid to me to like complain about increasing the quality of life for other people for the next generation like why would you not want that it's like why would you want to hold back the future generations it doesn't make any fucking sense to me the fucking entitlement of people is insane and i i just can't rationalize it it's like we live in the most self-centered fucking society on the planet it's it's absolutely insane it's like no if i can't get the exact same things you get even though I didn't want to be a part of it, that's not fucking fair. It's like, I just, I can't rationalize it. I feel like a lot of it too is people just want to be outraged just to be outraged. They want to be victims just to give themselves an excuse to shout and scream and try and get something handed to them. But I don't fucking know. But yeah, there's there's been a lot of controversy surrounding that. Uh, and then obviously there's been controversy surrounding, you know, Trump with all the documents he took to Mar-a-Lago and stuff and uh, I saw that that wasn't going well for him. I've been keeping up with it enough. I haven't been reading into it. I've just seen headlines. So I just scroll through websites at work. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's not going well for him. But if anything actually comes to that, I'll be shocked. I don't, I don't see that happening. I think as a country, we're at the point now where it's like, oh, let's just expect everyone to always get away with everything uh, because that's where they, they control the flow of money and everything. So I, I don't see anything actually happening with that. But I, I could be wrong. Who knows? Um, but people don't come to this podcast uh, seeking political talk. 
<laughs> but here we are anyway. Um, yeah. Other than that, there's not a whole lot going on. Again, I'll probably keep this episode fairly short. I don't like rambling on my own uh, just for the sake of hitting an hour. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing to stream. Like I said, I'll stream again with Tech Gaming Riley. I had a great time. We had a we had a really fun time playing uh, Rumbleverse. I don't want to spoil anything that does or doesn't happen, but there's a lot of moments. That game is... I'll, I'll talk about Rumbleverse here for a minute. That game is a lot of fun. It's got a lot of its own. It's free to play, so I'm not going to roast it. Uh, there's a lot of like... Uh, not game breaking issues, but like there's a lot of issues with the game where it's like it doesn't fucking work properly. Uh, like there's a lot of moves where like your character will run up to somebody else and grab them and then, you know, do whatever attack that it, your character is going to do. I don't know how many times during the stream just yesterday alone, I grabbed at somebody, my arms went through their character model and then missed them entirely. And then they, they would, you know, attack me instead. And I was like, it was incredibly frustrating. I'm laughing the entire time because the game's ridiculous, but it's still frustrating at the same time. Cause it's like, man, like I'm getting screwed over here. I don't know if it's a connection thing because there were a number of times where people were just getting dropped from the game. There's at least one moment I can think of, if not two, where there's an enemy player is literally running into like a wall, like into a corner. And I'm like, oh, this guy's just like disconnected or something. And my my teammate could not see him. So I don't know if it's an issue on my side um, or just the game servers in general because he was having issues connecting it sometimes too. I don't know. The game's a blast. I'd highly recommend it. But don't be surprised the pacing of the game gets messed up sometimes by the way that the connection doesn't seem to work properly. Like it doesn't seem to register uh, attacks properly sometimes, which can definitely be frustrating, especially if you're like down to like the final three players in a game and you know, it's two on one and you and your teammate think you're about to beat a guy and he just keeps slipping right through your grab attacks and shit like that. Not to spoil anything, but it was really frustrating <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's an interesting mechanic in the game, too, where, like I said, you have, like, elbow drops, right? Which is, like, you fall down on somebody and you slam into them while they're on the ground from, and you're jumping from a high vantage. And the higher up you are, the more damage you do upon impact on the ground. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, exponential. Um, but at a certain, like, when you hit the ground from, like, a, a relatively small jump, your guy elbow drops, there's, like, a little spray of dirt or whatever, but it's fine. If you jump from, like, the roof of a smaller building... There, you know, the ground like shatters a little bit underneath you and you do some more damage. But if you jump from like a skyscraper or something and you slam into the ground, there's like an actual explosion around you. And, you know, there's you do a ton of damage. There's stuff flying everywhere. The ground's exploding. It's like, I'm not sure where the precipice is for that to happen. I don't, like I said, I don't know if it exponentially like curves, like the curvature of a, on a graph on like how the damage increases and the size of the explosion river. But that's kind of fun. And another mechanic related to that is there's vehicle like the cars and trucks on the roads in the, the map are bouncy. So if you jump on them, you get like air. And if you jump off a building with an, another player, there's moves where you can grab someone off a route like and jump to the ground with them. Or you can pick them up and rocket up into the air to do a ground pound. And uh, if you do that, you can land on a car. And if you're in an air with a bunch of cars, you can bounce from vehicle to vehicle. And every time you get to another vehicle, it increases your height more and more so you can just jump up incredibly high up into the air to where you're guaranteed to one hit ko them and uh it's it's unbelievably entertaining to watch and i've i've not done that personally uh i've definitely done one where i've gone up into the air and ground pounded people and, and taken them out but i've not bounced from vehicle to vehicle i've not been in the that particular situation but i've seen my teammate do it and it's hilarious because you just see him flying up to the point where and it happens in some games where you get up high enough in the map where you see the circular zone closing in and your character model is above that zone. And so you can see out over the rest of the map that's already been closed in and uh, you get up so high and you just come flying down like a meteor. <laughs> and uh, it's it's hilarious. And uh, yeah, no, the game's a ton of fun. Highly recommend it. Uh, it's a great time. That, I, I do hope they fix. I don't, I don't know if it's good or bad. The pacing of the game is very fast paced. Like it's very difficult to land and not be in combat and meet. Everything about the game is fast paced. Now that I think about it, you start in like the loading lobby, like you do in any of the other battle royales, the countdown gets to one and then zero. 
and you launch literally immediately. There is no time to breathe in between the countdown timer and starting. Like the second it gets to zero, you hit A and you launch. And you're allowed to select when you launch, which is kind of nice. But there's no benefit to waiting. <laughs> and uh, so you launch immediately. And then the map is small enough with enough players that you are just immediately in combat. Which is both good and bad, because then it's not... Some games like PUBG are almost too slow-paced. And I like that at times, to be fair. I like a game that's a bit slower, more methodical. PUBG is big enough, spaced out enough that you can go a while without running into people. Uh, and then Apex is more, a little bit faster paced. Combat, speci uh, definitely. But even like uh, gameplay-wise, like, alright, you can go a little bit without running into people. Uh, but you you might get to the point where like, oh, you see people, but you don't engage. Whereas PUBG, it's like you just don't see anybody for a while at times. Especially if you're way outside the zone. Um, and then you have Rumbleverse, where it's like, oh no, you, uh, you're definitely going to run into people very quickly. Like, if basically immediately. Uh, and then you're just constantly in combat. There are so many times where, like, I just could not get out of combat to heal up at all. It was it was a nightmare at times, but it was so much fun. Um, but yeah, the, the revive function, I think, takes, like, a second and a half. I think it's either a second and a half or two seconds to fully revive your teammate, which seems reasonable but like when you're in the heat of combat like if you do an attack and miss that player can then revive their teammate in the time it takes you to get back up off onto under your feet and attack them again like it is it is so quick uh we did uh we did kind of uh use that to our advantage at one point in that an enemy was guarding my teammate's body and i was able to revive him through a wall <laughs> instantly before that enemy could react to what i was doing so that was kind of fun on our behalf but I don't know there's some issues like that that'll have to get worked out and it's a new game so I'm sure they'll they'll iron things out a bit I hope it does well because it's honestly it's a it's a fresh take on the on the the genre and I think it's a I think it's a good time I think people will really enjoy it if they give it a chance so check out Rumbleverse other than that I don't have anything else to add thanks to our, our sponsors W Energy Nerd or Die and Poggers uh, thank you everyone for listening uh, I'm thinking I'll have a guest uh, for next episode. I don't know yet. Still working on scheduling everything. I, I literally told everyone my schedule is, is fucked. I don't know what's going on. The medical issue here. The family. I don't know what's happening in the coming weeks. So I'm just going to clear my schedule entirely. We'll start from scratch as soon as I'm ready to, to do so again. So I'm having to, having to do that. But hopefully everything works out well and we'll get some, some people back on here soon. And I'm going to reach out to some people that I think will be a, a fun time on the show. So check out deadjustedproductions.live. It's got links to all of our stuff on there. Check out our sponsors. Check out our Twitch channel. Uh, I'm usually live Fridays from like 11 a.m. to uh, 4, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I'm live Saturdays from about noon to 4 p.m. Eastern time. And then Mondays from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So that's what I'm working with as of late. Uh, I might expand upon that if we get the viewership. And if I get the time, I don't like adding days if I'm not going to be able to consistently do that. I feel like that just ends up hurting us in the long run, but we'll see. And then check out our YouTube channel. We're uh, going to get more videos uploaded there very soon now that uh, my schedule has been fixed a little bit and we're getting the content pushed out. So thank you everyone for listening. Episode 137 of the Dentist Productions Podcast. We'll see you all next time. Bye.